Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we're going to take a look at Mercury turning direct in the sign of Virgo. I'm going to tell you five reasons why I think that this is a good omen, or five reasons why I think we can be excited about Mercury turning direct, and, and, and also what we have to look forward to as Mercury moves back through the sign of Virgo in direct motion now. So that is our agenda for today. Before we get into it, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe. When you share your comments and thoughts and reflections, it really helps the channel to grow. I love hearing from you guys and hearing... Um, your thoughts and opinions about the transits or your reflections and how you're experiencing them, you can find a transcript of any of my daily talks on the website, nightlightastrology.com. When you go over to the website right now, we are in enrollment season for the new section of my first year program, Ancient Astrology for the Modern Mystic. Uh, go over to the website and click on the courses tab, click on the first year course in particular, and you'll be taken over to the course page so that you can learn more about it. Uh, this is a deep immersion into ancient Hellenistic natal astrology. And of course, as someone who is also very passionate about uh, modern archetypal astrology, you'll find that the course is a blend of uh, both approaches in many ways. But you're really getting a, a deep foundation in the ancient philosophical and theoretical roots of astrology dating back you know, 2000 plus years. Uh, with that foundation, you will be learning how to read birth charts. Uh, this is something that can be good for you, whether you are aspiring to practice professionally or you're just wanting to deepen your love of the language of astrology itself. Uh, you can learn a lot more about the program on this page, including what the program includes, 30 classes on the year, breakout study sessions, a tutoring staff that's there to help you in and outside of class uh, with questions and uh, any need you have for uh, help with the material as we're going. We have a variety of different ways in which we try to help you, including breakout study sessions and an interactive forum discussion group with tutors that staff and answer your questions. You can contact me throughout the course. There's tons of bonus material and quizzes and homework if you want to use it. There's optional certification at the end. There's an early bird payment at the bottom, a payment plan if you need it. And then the main thing I want to point you guys to is that our need-based tuition contracts are now open. So if you would like to enroll but need a little help to make it happen financially, please check out the tuition assistance. The need-based option is there to help people who need to work within a fixed budget. We understand that that's where a lot of you guys are at, and that is okay. We want to make sure that no one's priced out of studying a beautiful spiritual um enriching topic like astrology. We think it should be available for everyone everywhere, regardless of income. So that's a big part of our mission. We hope that you'll take advantage of that and come study with us. Anyway, any questions you have about the program as you're checking it out, email us info at nightlightastrology.com. Okay, well, we're going to take a look at Mercury turning direct in the sign of Virgo today, and I'm going to tell you why I think this is a good thing. Um, now, you guys know me. I'm more than willing to discuss the shadow side of planets, combinations, aspects, and various uh, signatures in the sky. And when I think that something, there is reason to be excited about something, uh, I also like to do that. I like to, I like to cover transits from all angles. And occasionally I look at something and go, you know what, this strikes me as um, one that's pretty positive. Now that's subjective, right? It looks different in every birth chart. I can't guarantee that everyone will experience anything. I mean, no, there is no way that astrology ever speaks to what everyone is experiencing in, in some, you know, like unanimously, everyone will experience this transit in this way. It's not how astrology works, but I'll tell you why I think that archetypally and technically or theoretically, this is a pretty positive turning point for Mercury. So 
first of all, here is Mercury in the sky. I'm going to back this up just a little bit. So you can see that the station is happening September 15th, Friday. And over the weekend, by Sunday the 17th, we've got it back in direct motion. Now, here's why I think that that is so positive. I'm going to give you, you know, some some five reasons why Mercury turning direct is a good omen. First of all, Mercury rules the new moon. So if we back this up just a little bit earlier in the week, we took a look at the new moon opposite Neptune and really talked quite a bit about the Neptunian signature of the next lunar cycle and all that it may provide us with. But one thing that I didn't spend a ton of time talking about in that video is the fact that as the new moon comes through in the sign of Virgo, look at what's happening. The ruler, exalted ruler in its own domicile ruler, is also a turning direct ruler in Mercury. So we have a, a signature in Mercury that is turning direct. It's refraining from an opposition to Saturn, turns direct before it can reach the opposition to Saturn. I remember at the beginning of the cycle, it refrained from a conjunction with Mars at the beginning of the retrograde cycle. So it's, it is a very well-dignified Mercury that is supporting the next lunar cycle, and it's turning direct. So you get the feeling, although I also mentioned this tremendous Neptunian signature that's present, and I really talked about all of the reasons why this could be a very magical Neptunian cycle ahead of us, including some of the shadows we may be working with. But one of the reasons to believe that we will have the intelligence and enough groundedness to work with the energies of Neptune throughout the cycle ahead, given the new moon is opposite Neptune, is that we have a very well-dignified Mercury who's just gone through a retrograde and is now in direct motion, ready to integrate and utilize some of the things that we've been working with since, uh, you know, the late, since late August into uh, early September, early to mid-September. So this, in other words, is a moment for Mercury as it's turning direct where we're looking at a well-dignified Mercury who's getting even more dignified in direct motion and is supporting the lunar cycle ahead from that position of dignity and having finished a, a kind of um, a process of death and rebirth uh, since turning retrograde in Virgo. So to me, that's a good omen. That's an omen of a Mercury that is ready to support a positive, strong, um, well-dignified turning point in our lives. And if you want to know where and how, look at that whole sign house position of Virgo in your chart or look at the access of Virgo in Pisces. Now, that's that's reason number one that I think that this Mercury turning direct is going to be um, a positive thing for, for a lot of us. We're going to experience it as supportive. Now, granted, some of us have, we have different transits going on. You have this Mercury retrograde going on while Pluto's opposing your sun or something. It's a different story. You know what I mean? So everything in context. But number two is that Mercury is well dignified, which I already sort of mentioned in, as a part of number one. But the reason that this is important is that when Mercury finishes its retrograde and is moving forward, it's not lacking any resources. In fact, it's in an incredibly powerful position to start enacting and creating positive change in the area of life that is uh, signified, the areas that are signified by Mercury, like the topical rulerships that Mercury has in your chart, or the topics of the house that Mercury is located in. So if that's, you know, if that's your health, or if that's uh, your home, or your job, or your relationships, you're going to see that Mercury is that well-dignified Mercury has resources available to implement on behalf of some kind of uh, revisionary process or death and rebirth process that it has been signifying. So I already kind of wrapped that into number one, along with the rulership of this new moon that um, 
it, it because it rules a new moon and because it is well dignified, it's going to have a lot of positive power to shape the cycle ahead. Um, now, number three is that Mercury is going to trine Jupiter in direct motion as one of the first major things that it does. So let's take a look at the real time clock again and just notice how this plays out. So if we take this forward just a little bit, Mercury turns direct and then it starts moving along pretty quickly again. And we're going to see right around September 24th, here we are, Mercury will, September 24th, and I'm gonna take it forward just one more day through the 25th. So the 24th and 25th, Mercury is moving through the trine to Jupiter in direct motion. Now, this is such a, first of all, anytime you have a trine with a benefic, uh, you get a lot of positive, supportive energy that can help any kind of process along. Now, again, that might sound really generic. Like, you know, there's part of me that, you know, again, I, I wish that I could look at every individual's chart because then I could say exactly what kind of support and where and put that into the context of the other major transits happening in an individual's chart right now. Because without that information, sometimes it's hard to get a real sense of what this is supporting. Um, but Mercury's trying to Jupiter brings together uh, a planet that is about critical processes. So you think of Mercury in Virgo as like the ability to take apart a lawnmower and put it back together, or the ability to build something out of uh, parts that have been meticulously gathered over the course of the last month, let's say, or the last three or four weeks. It's about reconstructing things after a period of deconstruction. And when that's the Mercury retrograde process in general, when Mercury is well dignified, and then it hits a trine to Jupiter, a planet that brings cohesion and blessings and abundance. Um, and Jupiter itself is retrograde, by the way. You, you get this feeling of the ability for the positive implementation of revisions or like the early success of new endeavors that have been recently um, discovered or uh, implemented. Now, again, where in life? Look at the Taurus whole sign house, look at the Virgo whole sign house in your chart. Um, but when you, when you think of Mercury trying to Jupiter, you think of the tendency for Jupiter to build cohesion. It's very fertile and abundant and supportive. Um, and then you think of Mercury going direct with all of its dignity after a retrograde, and you, you get the feeling of either an important step in a building process or an important development that, you're, that, that comes as you're trying to piece new things together, or you get the uh, early rewards for um, newly implemented ideas or visions. You get practices starting to yield fruit, like something that you've been working on, trying to develop a skill. Suddenly, maybe you're starting to see the first results of that skill. For example, if you spend uh, time implementing a healthier diet, maybe you step on the scale and see that you've lost a few pounds or something. I'm just trying to create like a really everyday example here, um, but there could it could be something else. If you are spending time tutoring someone, you might notice that they're starting to make um, progress in what they're learning. So it's, it has that kind of energy behind it where it's supportive, developmental, it helps build, it helps implement, it helps fix, it helps solve, um, very positive energy. And that comes again uh, right around the 20, um, 24th into the 25th of September. 
the number four on my list is the fact that Mercury will then trine Uranus in direct motion. So let's take a look at that one. I'm going to put the real-time clock up again and uh, let us see here. All right, so here is Mercury and there is Uranus. And you can see that between the 29th and the 30th, Mercury will pass through the trine to Uranus. Now, this has a different energy, but the fact that Jupiter and Uranus are coming together uh, gradually in the same sign of Taurus does kind of, in a weird way, it's like they're, they're kind of two parts of the same transit. The 14th, 15th, and the, uh, or excuse me, the 14th, 15th, what did I say it was? The 20, I want to say it was the 24th. Yeah, it was the 24th into the 25th, and then simultaneously the uh, 29th into the 30th. They come really close together, in other words, and they have similar effect. The overall goal of Jupiter and Uranus is to create expansion and breakthroughs and to help us fly to new heights. And um, there's a, a spirit of pioneering, progress, evolution, and, and breakthrough with Jupiter Uranus. It's very exciting and uplifting and enthusiastic. It's very charismatic placement. That area of our chart, the Taurus area, is like going through some big developments in the year ahead. Now, Mercury trining Jupiter and then trining Uranus is a part of that process right now. That the, that the overall breakthrough next April that we see with Jupiter and Uranus getting together in Taurus, in some ways, we're helping that process along. Mercury's retrograde in the sign of Virgo has been trining the area of Taurus. So this Mercury retrograde, in other words, is sort of in service of an eventual breakthrough that's coming in April in the Taurus house. And the Mercury trying to Uranus is about breakthroughs that are serving the larger breakthrough of Jupiter Uranus next spring, if, if that makes sense. So the Mercury trying to Uranus could also in a more basic way be talked about as mental, intellectual um, breakthroughs, innovation, um, progress, rapid sequence of um, uh, implementing ideas and seeing immediate success with those things, light bulb moments, epiphanies, uh, sudden insights and revelations and realizations and like that. It's, it's, a, it's a very, um, you know, and it's, it's kind of buzzy too. You'll feel really kind of electric and stimulated around that time. Uh, and that comes again around the 29th and 30th of September. And then number five, and this is the this is the part where I would say this is the only shadow that I'm I'm sort of like okay this could be the you know a little bit of a a challenging point but ultimately I think very healing. So the final uh, aspect that Mercury will make is going to be an opposition to Neptune, and then very quickly a trine to Pluto. So watch how this works. If we advance it, we can see that. Between October 1st and 2nd, Mercury will pass through the opposition to Neptune. And then between the 2nd and 3rd, will pass through the trine to Pluto. So it's a period of, let's say, three to four days, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, maybe three days total. Um, but you could, you could give it four if you add a little before and after, um, four days or so, where Mercury opposes an outer planet in Neptune and then trines Pluto. Well, what, what could that possibly mean? This is why I think this one could be a little bit more difficult, but it echoes the themes of the new moon opposite Neptune and trine Pluto as well. Um, 
this cycle in many ways pits the dreamy, romantic, idealistic, uh, you know, um, otherworldly qualities of Neptune against the very rational, earthy, grounded, meticulous, careful, discerning, uh, you know, sort of uh, mental energies of Mercury and Virgo. So this moment is a moment in which we're testing the rational and the, uh, let's call it supernatural, or the rational and the mystical. And the potential for their union is there as well. But this is a time where staying grounded or focused mentally may be challenging, or maybe we're being asked to surrender some level of mental or rational control over things. And the fact that there's this Mercury-Neptune opposition, again, echoes the themes of the new moon opposite Neptune. Um, and asks us to look at a process of uh, surrendering, of trusting, of, of our beliefs and higher information or wisdom that guides us and how it can pair harmoniously with our rational minds and the need for things to be very grounded and earthy and structured. And then at the exact same time, Mercury will try in Pluto, which suggests the potential for an excavation of unconscious material that's ultimately very positive and healing. The trine makes it easier to deal with that Plutonian influence. But the fact that you've got both happening right back to back is significant. We're looking at um, what we know is real or true, uh, what we're willing to believe, and how deeply we may be deluding ourselves. Uh, how much we may be trying to grip or hold on mentally or rationally when we need to let go. And that process is a part of excavating deep subterranean material from the unconscious. The getting in touch with that will be healing and transformative for us. So it's a powerful little gauntlet uh, that Mercury uh, runs through um, right at the beginning of October, like the first three, four days of October. And to me, this might be the this challenging point. The, the, the rest of the transit really has this very positive, um, it's like a, there's a momentum behind Mercury turning direct that I really like. All the way up until this point, I think things are pretty, pretty um, smooth and harmonious. You hit this point and it's like, okay, here is a little patch of deeper work. It's not very long though. So I think, you know, for most of us, we're going to get through it just fine and realize, okay, I've been, I've been tested a little bit. And some of the opposition of the new moon that we talked about earlier in the week with the Neptunian themes will be really strong the first couple of days of October, but in service of this kind of excavating of the unconscious purging and releasing of material that Mercury is trying to Pluto also implies. So anyway, I hope this is useful for you. Uh, good stuff to take into the weekend. We will see you guys again soon. And thank you so much for listening. See you guys later. Bye.